1: That's my open? That's what they used to call me, Swivel Hits Bradford. That's my open. I'm waiting for you to justify your stupid opinion. Bradford Show. That's delicious. Baseball season's here, so I guess we have to preview it. Consider this the not-so-special preview podcast. I hate previewing seasons. I hate predictions, but we do it because this is what you do when the first game of the season's rolling around. So that's what we're doing. Manager Lou Maloney, pitcher Nick Fryer joining me to preview the season and basically what we do, can the Red Sox win it or can't they win it? And then you get into get into why they can or can't, some over unders. It's a good conversation about the team, but let's be honest. Like we don't we have a week from now we're gonna be completely changing all of this. So that's fine. But we have to do it. We have to do this. The Not-So-Special Preview Podcast. This is it. And of course, we're storming on into the season with our good friends at Awaken 180 Weight Loss. Is there anybody better? And the answer is no. Still well over 30 pounds, storming to 40, gonna hit 50 by April 24th. That's the goal. Fifty pounds lost by April twenty fourth. So we're honored to have awaken one hundred and eighty weight loss as part of the whole deal here. Baseball season's upon us, so hey, let's talk some baseball. All right, it's time for that that moment which we we anticipate every single year. I hate I hate special sections in the newspapers. I hate them. I hate them. I hate them. I hate them. I hate them because. They are a total waste of allocation of resources. I have pitcher Nick, Nick Fryer, Lou Maloney, manager Lou, with me. Do you guys like special sections? Do you read them anymore? Eh, no, not like when you're a kid. No, no, no,
2: not so much. Not so much. I mean, you break down like, the opening day roster? You get a yeah, bio you know, every Yeah, player, and they have a theme. They have a riveting. theme.
1: There's not enough time to, to read it anymore. No. no, no. And 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 you guys, I I think that you guys know how much time it takes to put those things together Mm -hmm. it's crazy like how long does it take they take well they'll take the beat writers Mm. and say you're only doing this for at least a week like they'll fly shaughnessy and alex spear down say to pete abraham and nick afaro you're you're going to do just special section stuff and Mm -hmm. and it's to advertising okay but to win a prize win hey you know best special section it drives me nuts because it's such eyewash it's such a
0: a, an old school that way term, of doing. Eye wash. all the term. time now. All right. I'm beginning to wonder if you actually know what that means. Ah, you know whatever. whatever. Doesn't oh. make a difference. <laughs> Mutt, Mutt didn't
1: know what imbibe meant the other
0: night. Oh, shocker! Mutt, Mutt didn't know what something meant. Leverage. Imbi. Well, you oh. know what leverage. <laughs> it, but I
1: said talking about drinking imbibe, but he didn't believe that was a word until he looked at it Of All the people who should know this. Mutt. <laughs> um So anyway, so what we do traditionally. To mock this special section on WEEI.com. it's the not-so-special section. Um, and in this case, it's going to be in podcast form, the not-so-special preview podcast, again, with pitcher Nick and manager Lou. And I, and I think that instead of – in the tradition of – or in the spirit of not getting into the weeds with this stuff, let's just start. I mean, there are only what? We, I heard you talk about this on your show today. Four. Four. You think four now one the American team, League, yeah, four teams mm-hmm. that you think can legitimately win it all, win yes. it all, yes, in the, the American League, and
2: then it might be another four that you might think are probably going to be the other wild
1: In the American too. League. I will say this: I, I might agree with you, but I might disagree in this respect. I think the Twins might be right there.
2: Oh well, yeah, they're they're probably the leading candidate to be the wild card. Um, everybody loves the Angels. I think their staff is kind of a mess, but we'll see. I don't think Baltimore's gonna go away. No. I think Baltimore Really really? I think Baltimore could be all right. Eh. I do. No. see Gossman's second half and Dylan Bundy could step up with Cobb. They still got some offense. I mean yeah. I just I, I don't know. They're always seem to be there. But I'm just saying this it's four teams and then there's, there's four or five teams that might get that last wild card and that's it.
1: So you, but you but I don't put the twins
0: I don't want to start this I don't out put with a, with breaking four. down
2: the twins. I,
1: I put the twins?
2: No. I'm not ready to put them Do you like your
0: put, put them in the category where they're in contention to win it all? or, or um, No, I mean, I, I think they could to potentially win the Wild be in. Are they in the same the, class
2: as the Yankees, Red Sox, no, no, Cleveland, no. and Houston? Indians, Indians? Yes. yes. As the Indians, better better,
1: better lineup. Potentially a better—oh, no, it's just as good a bullpen. If you have Addison Reed setting up uh, Fernando Rodney— Right, Addison Reed to me was like, oh my god, the Minnesota Twins get a closer to be their I, setup I guy. They're, 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 I've they're, never been their lineup the Reed hype. I don't, and maybe I don't it's just because I've seen him play thirty times. But as I saw them play, I'm like, oh, this is a good lineup. Anyway, I don't want to start but with it's who at the same with
0: level as the Indians, though. Jeez. All right, so this uh, I want to loop back.
1: So this we yeah, we'll want to preview. So so idea. It's a great way to do this, and I'm saying it's a great way to do it because it's the way that I wanted to do it, which is let's just say the, the Red Sox. W- where did the Red Sox fall in all of
2: this? They're in the mix. They've done enough to win the American League. That's not League. good enough. What do you mean? Don't I be think they're the, the candidate we're, to win no, the— No, but they were one of the four teams that could win the American the, League. I don't how list, you, without the, J.D. Martinez, you were not in the mix. You were—it was—without J.D. Martinez, there were three teams in the American League, then there were you, and then there were, as you said, the twins and everybody else in my mind, okay? But now that you signed J.D., this is the thing. It's like you want more than that. Anything more than that is bullshit because they're in the mix, Are they gonna are they gonna win the whole thing? That's just anybody can just flip a coin and say yes or no. So they're one of four teams that can win.
1: Okay, because we this is the time of year where we do such things, rank the four teams that you're talking about.
2: See that's that's what I mean. I I
1: know, I know. It's like I know, Lou, that it's not Houston's an easy number thing one. To do. Okay,
2: mm-hmm. uh, New York is two, Boston's three, Cleveland's four. Okay, Nick, uh, I can't. I don't. That's not a good answer.
0: I don't know that I can disagree with that. I think that what, what's not a good answer. I, mean, I agree Cleveland, with Lou. What do you want me to do? Cleveland might be three. Okay, Boston might intense. be four. Here's the thing. I'm about, not getting defensive. Here's the, no,
2: the one thing about Boston, <laughs> and I understand that, but because I, I think that. The Red Sox are getting more credit outside of this city than they are inside. Oh, no, no, no. no.
1: I totally disagree with that.
2: Okay, well, I I think teams, I think people outside sit there and say they got Sale, they got Price, they got Kimber on the back end, you got Porcello, you got Pomerantz. They look at this lineup and they're like, man, this guy should be there. But what you can't, the reason why they should be fourth probably when you put in that list is that all these other teams have actually accomplished something. They've won playoff games, they've won series, and this group hasn't.
0: That's fair. See, but this last year. If they had the one-game playoff in the wild card, I, I think we all felt that they would lose that game if it came to it, even with Sale after you know wh- how he deteriorated mm-hmm. starting in August. Now, though, I feel – I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just the way they're carrying themselves. Maybe it's because of Cora. I don't know. But something how about them – How you feel know, they're going to win that one-game wild card? They did not played a freaking game yet, Nick. Because, I, I, I'm well aware of the. Like. What, what do you know about this team? They don't know anything about this team. What like I know that. about this team is they're changing their approach and how they handle their pitchers, which is, makes a big difference in Sale's case for sure because we saw him break down if he can analytics. maintain – what more? Anal- <laughs> more what? More, more, I don't more. care about the <laughs> other. <love it>. The <laughs> other three teams have won in the postseason. Yes, I understand that. Young that. Yankees group, that wild card and a series. Well, this so you Sox say they're it. in the mix. I say they're, they're in the, the wild card team. I mean, could they win the division? Absolutely, but I think they're going to be yeah. that first wild card well, team. This speaks to the like twins you asked.
1: You asked Nick Lou was like, how do you know? I mean, this is. I think this is one thing that I think people are sleeping on with the Red Sox. We talk about the managing changes, the analytics changes, the. JD Martin, we don't know if any of this is going to translate. We don't know the the one of the things that drove me nuts in the first few days of spring training. You were down there. The fun thing, like I don't give a shit if they're
2: having fun. Right. I
1: don't care.
2: Like, well, let me ask you because I want to go back to that because you said that you really do think that what, people in Boston yeah think so, more highly of this team than people because I think well, people in Boston don't believe in this team. I've heard it before. They're not going to do. it. It's almost like. There's a certain – it's just the pink hats, right? The Red Sox fans will watch. But there's a group of people that are like – uh, they won't show me nothing until they win a series in October. So these people are going to just sit around just all summer long and and not watch a single game. And if they win a series in October, they're all of a sudden going to go, oh, maybe I'll pay attention to the ALCS. Maybe, but is that just the Twitter trolls that you're talking about yes. Ooh, that doesn't care? But not wait. just them, though. I think there's others involved,
0: too. Yeah, there are certainly others involved. And I mean, with David Price, with how he's done over the past couple of years, I can understand that portion of it. People aren't sold on Mar- Martinez. I get it. After what happened with Sale at the end of the year, I get that, too. And then and then you look at everybody else. Bogarts has not... They don't, looked,
2: they don't trust them They don't believe in him.
0: And I, and I get that. And I understand that. And they, should they, necessarily? No. I do. And, I, you know, again, it comes down to how they're preparing for this season. I think that makes a big difference. You can't tell me, you know, altering your preparation can't affect your performance, right? Mm-hmm. So, you have Sale, who's kind of trying to slow things down a little bit. You have Bogarts, who's finally addressing the fact that he's a shitty fielder. You have, uh, let's see... Uh,
2: I think what you have is you have a very good team that is very talented, that won the American League, that and where it's unique is that f- I would say probably 90% of the roster has something to prove.
0: Mm-hmm. That's not necessarily a bad thing. No, that's a great themselves. thing.
2: That's very unique because n- very, very often. I mean, I mean, I, I shouldn't say often, but like it's unlikely that a team that wins a division comes back the next year with a chip in their shoulder, like they got something to prove because they all individually fell below expectations, mm-hmm. which is what this team did, except for Sale, Kimbrell, Palmerans, Benintendi,
0: Don't Vasquez.
2: Everybody else sat there and said, man, you know, whether it's Pedroia proving it can be healthy, whether it's Bogarts, Jackie Bradley Jr., Mookie Betts. I mean, they got a lot of big – Rick Porcello, David Price. They got a lot of big-name players who have a lot to prove, which is strange
0: given that they won the won the American League last year. And Indeed. I think Sale, you could kind of throw into that group to some extent. because yeah, because he failed. Because he failed at the end, the end of end. the year. And he yeah. you know that he's as competitive as anybody else out there, so he kind of feels like he has something to prove. Yeah. Which is why I agree with you to the extent that they're in the mix, but if I had to pick who's going to win the AL East, either the Red Sox or the Yankees, I'm picking the Yankees right now. But
2: I think it's closer than people say, though. That's fair. I agree with because that. I, I think the said. Yankees have a, ve- there's a very good chance that the 2018 Yankees could look like the 2017 Red Sox. In that all these guys at career years last year, they don't back it up. To well, me, you
1: come back to that question of like why I think people outside Boston, uh, you, you think that they, they're giving the Red Sox more credit than inside Boston. I'm juxtaposing against the Yankees. And I was on like a Chicago station, and they said, who do you think is going to win the American League East? And I said, that that day, I go back and forth. I think the Red Sox. I think they are. And they're like, What? Really? I said what would be the percentage you think these people in Chicago of the country who thought that they're like 80-20 Yankees. And I think it's in large part because they see these two 7 foot 5 guys yeah. in the middle of their order and they like that image coming off a year that they were really really good. And and but for me the Yankees there's a very real avenue for the Yankees to fall
0: behind the Red Sox and Yet Red Sox being better than the Yankees is the rotation. It just is. But, you know, Tanaka's a guy who I look at who has looked like shit over the past, you know, over the years, not lived up to that hype, but he pitched a lot better than I expected he was going to last year. Could he do that again? Possibly. Obviously, Severino, I think, is for real. Is Sabathia going to be the same guy that he was last year? He's not
2: going to have a sub-4 ERA again. But does he need to have a sub-4, Severino and Gray, you know, and the kid Montgomery, you know, a a little lefty mm -hmm. and... Tanaka is kind of big, but their bullpen is the big advantage mm-hmm. to me, and playoff experience and winning in the postseason. Yeah, and,
1: and so you look at so that's fair. So you have this say the, the Red Sox potential upside, I think, is for the starting rotation is bigger than the Yankees. We can agree with that, without a doubt. Sale, Price, even Palmer and seventeen wins and three twenty ERA, and Porcello, and then you, Eduardo, Eduardo Rodriguez, Porcello. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, potentially Stephen Wright. Who you know? Who knows? But the the bullpen, to me, is maybe the swing thing here. Because immediately immediately that's what the national people say. They're like, look, how can you compare the bullpen? You can't. Well, well, Robertson, Pentances, and Chapman. Mm -hmm. Names, proven track record. To go to your point, track record. The Red Sox at least have the potential to match up. Because I think Chapman's going, (laughs) he's starting his – career path. And Betances had issues last year Betances too with had issues. Intru- Kimbrough's the
2: only guy you can mention compared to any one of those guys. Right mm-hmm.
1: now. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But yep. if, you, if you wanted to take, and I hate doing this because projection, the Red Sox have screwed this up many times saying we're projecting the five starters to be good. If you're projecting Carson Smith, you can. You can do this. Carson Smith from his Seattle days, if he's like that, He's right there. Yeah, but they
2: got a couple other guys you can do that with, too. He's a kid they got from Chicago as well. Cantley? Cantley? Oh, uh, uh, okay, so Cantley. Yeah. Okay. So oh, you, can, can, yeah. so you can project him sure. to be the, the closer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you want to keep projecting. I'll the take, other guys I'll in take your Cantley and match him with a Joe Kelly. Well, that's what I'm just saying. Like, they, have other, they have a couple <laughs> other going, guys Lou. other than those four that you could project. Like, I don't know. Carson Smith, could he be great? Sure. Joe Kelly? Sure. Matt Give me Bird? another one. Sure. I'll throw a
1: Tyler Thornburg at with you. Tyler
2: Thornburg? You guys heard. Who knows? So... It's all Matt about Barnes in
1: 30 seconds between pitches, I'll give you that you one. You feel as
2: good for the Red Sox bullpen as you do the Yankees? No, no. No, And that's no, but g- ask me this. But that's why they Much say
1: Much like that. many of the things you mentioned, ask me this in a month. But one thing about – Because they weapons. had up a good bullpen last year. I mean, they you don't win that many extra innings. See, I don't games. think a month is really going to change I know, my ask mind. me in two Because months. last
2: year they did have a good bullpen. For four months they had a best bullpen in baseball, and I kept saying it wasn't good enough. They needed to go find a guy that's not going to crap themselves in the eighth, and I kept being told that their bullpen is great. And what they do, they wouldn't get cut. Addison Reed and they wouldn't let anybody else touch the eighth because they, they knew that their bullpen was smoking well, mirrors The problem with that
1: well, is because well when. <laughs> well <said. laughs> The problem is, is that when you hit, you know, with Kelly, with Barnes, these guys, they can be great for two months, and then all of a sudden he, they're bad for a month and you need somebody else. And then all of a sudden they pop back up in September.
2: This is a problem. I just feel like even when they were dominant, you just sat there and said, what are well, they dominant with? Well, the other what thing that's blowing you away with it's because John with, Farrell did such a good job with well, the bullpen. Well, that's kind of what, oh, what I was going to say young. is
0: half the battle with a bullpen being successful, too, is having a manager who handles it accordingly. You know, Lou, that pitchers, especially bullpen pitchers, are a totally different animal than any other athlete. They're strange dudes. I mean, for lack of a better term, they don't know what their role is. Some of these guys, I mean, look at Kimbrell. He doesn't want to throw outside of the ninth mm-hmm. inning. As much as he can, he can say it to us as much as he wants. It's pretty clear that he doesn't. So when you have a manager who's kind of, you know, this guy's role is this today, and then it's going to change tomorrow, two weeks look, c- could look completely different. Yeah, we don't know These how guys going to no work.
1: Chills. I mean, it's that whole thing, and I know— what I'm saying is if Cora handles it differently than Farrell, that could play a piece yeah, in it, too. Yeah, but see, uh, that's like—on the, the on paper, this is— isn't as bad as bull by committee 2003. Where were you, San
2: Diego? The, yeah, I came back later on Right, in the
1: so year. you weren't there for the whole like beginning of the bull-bent. You weren't born yet, Nick. And so— <laughs> Uh, but, yeah, Fox, Embry. Um, Opening day, right? Gave it up? Howry. Oh, yeah, yes, yeah. Carl Crawford, Terry Shumpert. But the whole idea was, like, what we're talking about now, bring the best guy in the most important time. The problem is there wasn't a best guy. And the other problem was, and I think this has changed a little bit from even when you played, Lou, guys – wanted to know when they were going to pitch to your point. Yes. Thank you. Guys want to know when they're gonna pitch. I don't know if 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 it's they're that obsessed over it as much as they used to be, but that does factor in. And now so when we're talking about Cora and this Kimbrell thing, you better find the guy who is okay to pitch in the ninth inning. Because it's not just that you're good and you know this Lou. I mean the ninth inning's different
2: well it's tough as three outs. H-
1: hitters hitters hitters
0: have different approaches. Yep. Nick, Absolutely. you know this, too.
1: I'm going to give you credit. No, it's okay. You, yeah, it's You played a great true. game before.
0: Yes, I did. And uh, what, the thing is, Rob, too, I think now we talk about how the team's different and how you have to have a different manager for this team. The players now definitely care more about when it is that they're going to throw, knowing their role, because it's just a different generation of players. I mean, they're not – I thought ra- that was always important, though. But, no, but okay, you that, there That's just a role player. But that's,
2: that's knowing when you're going to come in. And, like, for the most part, like, you don't need a bullpen coach. Because the guys know, hey, if we're down two or three, I'm in the game. If we're down by six. I'm probably going to get up because I'm coming in the third. I'm the long guy. I'm the guy, unfortunately, until something changes around here, I'm the guy that comes in when we're losing.
0: Then but I'm
2: the guy that comes in when we're up a, one,
0: a how run. How Farrell so, manage those guys in that role, I mean, that makes a big difference to my point earlier. So if Cora can handle it where these guys know their role – all the time. It doesn't change week by week. What when you're week. doing
1: that with Kimbrell, when, when you're doing what they're talking about with Kimbrell, that's not going to be possible. That's just not. And, and the most, most important guy in that equation, it's not saying, hey, Carson Smith, you know that you're going to have the ninth of Kimbrell pitches in the seventh or eighth. It's Craig Kimbrell. Craig Kimbrel is saying all the right things now. Saves our pretty stat. All of that. But the, the, the fact of the matter is that contract year, Saves equal Hall of Fame down the
2: road. Ninth inning mentality. Oh, I still think that's going to be a difficult conversation because last year when he when he when he came in to clean the eighth, it was fine as long as you gave me the ninth and I got the save. You know, now we're talking about you pitching a clean eighth, right? Coming out of the game yeah. and giving the ninth to Thornburg or or Barnes or Kelly or or right. Smith. You don't get a save. You you like H's. You like holds? Because you're gonna get a couple holds. <laughs> That'll get shit. you in the Hall of Fame. And I don't, I don't know how that's gonna go yeah, over. You know
1: who crapped on that in a broadcast we were on? Tony Larusa. What about it? He crapped on that idea
2: of p- pitching him in the eighth.
1: Yes. Yeah. I mean, this is a guy who invented, basically invented the ninth inning, the one inning ninth inning. And so, I it didn't surprise me. It surprised me. He worked for the organization that is going to do this. And well, saying, he
2: believes in how how important that ninth inning yeah, is. I'm guessing right. Right. But, I mean, we've said this before. I think we agree. I mean, I don't know if they posed this one on him. It was just like, all right, well, Tony, you're in Yankee Stadium. You're up a run, and it's Judge, Stanton, and Sanchez. You know, do you want an eighth inning guy, or do do you want your closer to throw that eighth inning with those three guys coming up and then giving the next inning – like you could save freaking Kimbrel for the ninth, but guess what? That shit's over with because someone just went, hit a two-run bomb off Joe Kelly. Yeah. Why the hell are we saving Kimbrel? You well, that's the whole thing, right? You better make sure that you have a guy that can do it. And I, right now, you can say that Carson Smith. Could, you don't know. Well, it's a, it's one of the things that I felt like that that, they, that this is where the game is. It's like that double closer, right? And this is what all these teams are doing now. They have like these two closers. That's why. I Unfortunately, twins, you had a guy that didn't know how to use either one of them, mm-hmm. right? And John Farrell. You know, when you had a guy I like Ziegler awesome. closing in Arizona, you had a guy like Addison Reed closing in the past as well, and he still used them as situational guys. Right. But still, Never. it's so this year, do they have a second closer? Because you better, if you're going to bring in Kimbrough, you better have someone who has the stones to pitch the ninth. And you could say that pitching the ninth is just three outs, but I've seen a lot of guys who are great in the eighth get the ball in the ninth because someone's hurt and they crap all over themselves. They can't handle it. Well, and the other part of the equation, too, if we're
1: talking about the bullpen, like, okay, you're, you might not carry a lefty. You're not prioritizing carrying a lefty. Where if you did carry a lefty, a guy that you knew could get lefties out, you have that one lefty in the ninth inning. If you do that with Kimbrell, you have that one lefty. That's when you bring, in mom, bring him in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so I don't necessarily agree with that whole mentality, with this group that they have of not needing a lefty. And you, I think you do. Well,
2: I'm sure he's got a ready in mind. But that who is very he's, effective um, go look at the lefties. numbers? Like Carson mm-hmm.
1: Smith, oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. Everybody else,
0: other than Kimbrel, no. I mean, Joe Kelly, yeah. yeah. Matt Barnes, no. Henry, definitely not. Do you buy that he's like, that he really means that he's not going to use a lefty necessarily? Do you, I mean, or we'll, we'll just know by the time. That. We'll, 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 I understand. We'll know by we, that we, time. But
1: well, as you're listening to this, we know the answer to this.
2: <laughs> but but here's the thing: is that this is going to come yeah, up. But the problem with that too is let's just say. At this point, there's no kind of stud lefty,
1: right? Right. We
2: agree with that? Like these, guys, no? okay. these guys
1: have had their chances other than Bobby Pointer. Right. These guys have had – Rowanus Elias, I saw come out. Robbie Scott. Yeah, right. but I saw Rowanus Elias the first day. He, he said, I'm going to drop down against lefties. Literally throw sidearm against lefties and throw overhand against righties, which I'm like, oh, my goodness. He's, he's throwing sidearm 94 with a wipeout curveball. This is going to work.
2: But you know what the problem was? Inconsistent.
1: Oh yeah. Well, try changing Shocker. arm slots no, in the mid- middle no. of an inning. Well, see, so that's
2: what I'm saying. So it's now so you go with that theory of you know, I'd like to have a lefty for the ninth to face that guy. None of these guys we're talking about, you have enough confidence to be like, I'm going to give you the ninth even for a hitter because you might as well just throw it up a walk. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like so, these guys, uh, Elias, going to bring him out in the ninth inning to face a no. leadoff lefty. No, no, no. You might as well give him no. a leadoff walk and then bring your closer yeah. in. So what good is that? No, no, you don't have confidence in those guys. It's not like you're getting a veteran left-handed reliever that is just money. That you're like, I feel good about this guy. I don't is, have one. What
1: is the thing? What is the thing that concerns you the most about this team?
2: Uh, the, getting the ball to Kimbrel.
1: Really? Yes. Yeah. See, I, this uh, wouldn't be my first one. Well, how about you, Nick?
0: I would probably say Price and Porcello. I don't know what they're going to look like this year, and you need those two if you're going to be successful. That's a big if you're one. You're going to have a chance. Those are big. Mm-hmm. Mine is in field
1: defense. Yours? Yeah, in field defense because you have Devers who with the
2: start especially. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: and, and well, this is this is the question that – and I, I think that what Cora does is he's trying – whether it's Hanley's going to hit third, Rafael Devers is going to be fine at third, you know, things like that. I think he's trying to build these guys up, and I understand that. That's fine. But if we look at it right now, you have Devers, who's still really inconsistent at third. You have Nunez, who is a very valuable player, but a statue at second.
2: Yeah, yeah no range.
1: Well, and he has less range now. Mm-hmm. So – if you're talking about going into the game, and Bogarts, like you said, Bogarts, Nick, Bogarts has gotten and worked at some things yes. and maybe might be a little bit better, he's but toes. he's not going to be perceived as a guy who's in mm-hmm. an unbelievable range. Potentially you have Hanley Ramirez at first. So you look at that infield defense. How can you not have defensive
0: replacements?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's – that's. Um, I would agree. Infield defense, yeah, there's not much there. Yeah. And we'll see how that so develops. Your, uh, no, turn I still your, think it's bullpen.
0: Yeah, and I, I would say that's number two to my issue with with Price and Porcello. I
2: mean, I don't know. I mean, is 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 Bat Barnes going to take the step? Is he going to pitch like he did at, at home last year? Yeah, uh, on the it's road a as well. Is, when
0: is, Thornburg gets back, how does he look? How Joe does Smith Kelly. Look? Does he? Does he? Does his? Does the
2: eye test match the numbers mm-hmm. like with Joe Kelly? Like you know, look. You see, look at his numbers. You're like, whoa. Mm-hmm. If you take the strikeouts, I'm talking about ERA, yeah. runs given up, hits, and everything else, batting average against. But there's still like do you feel as confident? Like I want him to take that mount. I want him to you know, secondary pitch for strikes, blow fastballs by guys. I want him to be that dominant reliever. So until you see that, and Carson Smith, I think the power's down a little bit, isn't it? He used to be more like ninety four, now he's a little bit low I mean, 90s. He's
1: been, no, he's been he's been right at 90, 93, lately. 94. Okay, well already yeah, yeah. he was down a little bit. But still yeah. it's uh You know his work, workman is Yeah. He's he's not.
0: Uh, he's I mean he's a non factor in my well. eyes. It's just a matter of when you can get Thornburg back and how he's going to look. What does yeah, Smith look like at the start? One. Because if you have those two guys who can man the eighth, who can also man the ninth, Lou, if they have that Sanchez well, Thorntonberg,
2: Smith, and Kelly.
0: I, but Kelly, Kelly's your is he your eighth inning guy, double closer type no, situation? he's a you know. sixth or seventh
2: guy, build yes. confidence, and eventually maybe be that eighth. But inning
0: that's to- guy. well, okay. So you think he could eventually become that? I, I don't. So? I don't see. By the that way, you know who the lefty is? The
1: lefty in the bullpen is going to be Brian Johnson. Brian Johnson. Yeah,
2: when Erod comes back.
1: Yeah. That's not even a
0: question. But do you
1: see? You know, give him the ninth.
2: Sure. Just because he's a lefty. I feel good
0: about
1: it.
2: No, you don't.
0: We Pitched well against. The I like him, NBA, he's but in spring no.
2: training. Nothing ninth out of the pen.
0: All I'm saying about the bullpen is that I don't see having that third guy in Kelly or anybody else for that matter as being that replacement closer. I just don't think that Kelly has that kind of persona or approach or whatever about you ball want. Four. Yes, exactly. Yeah. He's look sixth or seventh inning. All about Kelly. Yeah. That's fine. Um, but I think Thornburg has a little bit of history dealing with the eighth inning, dealing with the ninth inning, handling whoever's up at bat. doesn't matter if it's the best guys yep. in the lineup or not. Same thing with Carson Smith. Different types of pitchers, obviously, with their style and their arm angle. You know what? As long yep. as one of them works out one second. One it, no. God, go ahead, Rob. You're, no, I have to interrupt you. Go ahead. It. You have to interrupt me. That's one fine. One, no problem, has, one right? has
1: one more rib than the other. Um, <laughs> That's what you interrupted me for? Yes, yes. I have to get to the over-unders. We have to go. We have to beat okay. track. Okay, fine. All right. Our good friends at Bovada, yeah, you know Bovada, yep. Lou, know you well. know, you know him really know well. well. <laughs> uh, they came out with the over unders, yep. and we love them for it. I'm going to give you the Red Sox ones. Okay. And tell me over under each of you. Andrew Benintendi, 285 batting average. Lou, uh, over. Okay, over. Nick, over. Okay. Uh, I am going to go under. He what? Two He went under last.
2: Two seventy. Yeah.
1: Andrew Benintendi, ooh, stolen bases, twenty point
0: five.
2: He stole twenty last year, didn't he? Yep, under. Man, yeah, no, I'll go over. I'll go over. He's on gonna that be a one. monster,
0: even though he's big. Yeah, exactly. He's a monster. He's so not gonna steal as much. Home <laughs> runs, <laughs> home
2: runs, nineteen point five.
0: Ben Attendee? Yeah. Over. 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 I'll go yeah, over. Yeah,
2: 290, on. 23, 22, 22, yeah. 22 RBIs. Uh, I mean, sold yeah, Got it all mapped out yep, already. I, huh? I already know. You know, we're not. You know, the one. That's why one, you're the manager. I'm not gonna, I'll, I'll, get, I'll do one Yankees,
1: but first we'll stay with the Red Sox. Mookie Betts, batting average 290.
2: Uh, it sounds about right. Can I go push? Yeah, you can go push. No. <laughs> that's, that's what I was going to do. Two push. pushes. Yeah, I'll go over on that. No, one. I'm going to go under on that. Going to be high two eighties, but he's going to hit thirty plus.
1: Okay, home runs twenty four point five. Way over, over. easy. Over. Oh, nice. The book right now. Yep. Oh, I, I'm going to give you a better one in a little bit. Uh, Mookie bet stolen bases twenty five point five.
0: I don't know how many he had last year. I'm going under. He
1: yeah, had about that. Yeah, about. You know what? Uh, but again, we talk. About, do you think? Do you guys think that the potential for four twenty twenty guys?
2: Yes. Yeah, absolutely. It's
1: amazing that it's never been done. I know. That's crazy to yeah. me. No, they I, I didn't know
2: that at the time when we found out. The Jackie though, twenty bags really from Jackie. Is that what you're counting on? Uh, yeah. Because he uh, yeah. stole well, like seven, eight. No, because eight. like
1: according to him, yeah, according whatever. to him, whatever. he wasn't allowed to He's steal. Not a burner. Uh, He's a situational He's guy. JD yeah. Martinez. They only have home runs. Yep. Thirty-nine point five. Under. Under. I'll have to go under, two. I think he's going to get hurt. I don't think he's going to do that. I think he's going to get hurt. going to get hurt. What do you mean going to get hurt? 35. How do you predict he's going to get hurt? Because I have to predict something. So the, Hot the, last one, the last one, this is the ultimate. You talk about Lou, go find Jimmy Shapiro over at I Bovado. think twenty-four
2: and a half for Mookie home runs is the easiest one over. He's going to hit over 24 and well, and a half. you a tell doubt. me after 34. I tell you this one. What? Aaron Judge.
1: Yep. 39.5 and a half home runs. Hmm. So,
2: obviously, you're saying put money on over. It's easy. He's going to hit no, 40. No, I'm going under. On Judge? Yeah. I, mean, I No, th- I say over. He I'm battled go-
0: through that slump last year, Rob. He's he's the real deal. He's fine. Uh, we'll see. Stay away see. from the home run derby we'll this year. And he'll be fine. We'll see. We'll see. You don't need to see. You know it's going to I think happen. 24 and a
2: half home runs for Mookie's the easiest bet that he just,
0: All just right. told me. Okay. You think the Judge one's an easier bet? Is that what you are trying yeah, to say? Yeah, I, I really think that he's not
1: going to do what he did last year. Okay. Anyway. But,
0: but over 39 is still doing not what <laughs> he did last year. If he only hits forty-two. Right, he's going to hit thirty-five, and we're going to call the day, and I'm going to look like a
1: genius. Yeah, um, gonna... Only if he gets hurt. All right, <laughs> misses a month. <laughs> there a you half. go, World. Got a couple last of injury he Misses here. two months, you <laughs> might get thirty-nine. <laughs> last thing, World Series and winner of the World Series. Blue oh first.
2: God. Do it, do it. World Series. Uh, do, 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 do. Let's go, um, Houston and Cubs. Cubs beat him.
1: Okay. Ooh, Cubs.
2: Like that pitching. Do you? Yeah. You Darvish.
0: John Laster? I like Chatwood. Chatwood, I like him a lot. Yeah, I like Darvish, actually, in the National League. Mm-hmm. You like that little pause move? That's what you really like, where he just. I stalls. like it. I like it. all. I like. But you
2: gave me that. That's like that's subject to change because I'm probably gonna <laughs> once I really think about it. By the that's time like, this comes out, it'll yeah, I'm be not it's not gonna be either one of them. By the time I do something, we have, on to, weekend. We have to punctuate this somehow. Go ahead. Yeah. I, I
0: don't know who I'm picking in the National League, but uh, I would say the winners pitch- coming out of the AL, it's gonna be the Twins. No, seriously, it's gonna be the Indians. That's my team. I love that pitching staff. I love Kluber. Dude hmm. just does everything right, and he knows how to change his approach a little bit in the postseason where he's the same guy throughout the regular season, makes a little alteration when he uses breaking ball, when he uses that backdoor two-seamer. I like the Indians.
1: All right, Milwaukee Brewers, Minnesota Twins for me. Who It'll wins? be the le- the lowest-rated the lowest World Series in the history of TV. Then, be- then baseball will be done. Yes. We will, <laughs> yes. but I'm going to do my best to bring it back. Who Got- wins? Oh, who wins? Uh, the Brewers.
0: Okay. Travis thank Shaw you. is celebrating on, oh, Jesus. On a, on a,
1: uh, on in front of the Fonzie statue. Okay. All right, guys. Thank you. You got it. You bet.
0: We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone
2: 15s? It's better over
1: here. Only at T-Mobile. Get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch.